What's up, guys? Welcome back to another Keeping It Real review. I'm your host, James, joined by Jack and Reese, and this is the big one, Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, I think when we we excluded Marvel from our most anticipated films of the year list, didn't we? But I think this would have been way up there if we had done so. I think the excitement leading up to this has just been insane. Um, I'm still struggling to process all of it. I keep waking up. I'm like, I, I, I think I dreamt that. I think I, I think I imagined that happened. Um, so after Mysterio revealed Peter's identity to the world, Peter seeks the help of Doctor Strange to make the world forget that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. But the spell goes awry and opens up a doorway that lets in villains from different universes who have history with Spider-Man. Um, so I've currently seen this three times already, um, twice with Jack. Um, in the I know same we day. Spoke in, twice in the same day, yeah. Um, me and you re spoke briefly about it after, but um, spoiler-free, we'll do spoiler-free thoughts first. What did you think of No Way Home? What a perfect film. What, <laughs> what else can you say? It, it, it promised a lot and it delivered. More. More, yeah. Like, I... Could have easily have watched it again straight afterwards. It was the just... breeziest two and a half hours I've oh, yeah. ever I know. After I know all me... the movies we've watched this year, Reece, you know how me with nice my... was this? Yeah. We were in and out. I just felt like it was coming towards the end and I was like, surely this isn't two and a half hours because I've seen plenty of films this year that have felt much and a half longer. Hours, yeah. Exactly. But no, it just, you know, it got everything right to me. Just. I think, yeah, they knocked it out of the park on this one. I think all my, you know, I've had some problems with the MCU version of Spider-Man. Those are completely gone now. They've been fixed. This has, without giving anything away, really, this is, you know, it's the end to this arc of MCU Spider-Man. And it's evolving into something different. And um, it's really treating this trilogy sort of his origin into the Spider-Man that we've all wanted this entire time. And I think in that way, it just, it succeeds more than any Spider-Man film that we've had yet. I felt sort of, um, when I walked out, I felt a mix of like how I felt after Into the Spider-Verse, where I was like, I can't believe what I've just seen. That was insane how they pulled that off. And then also like Spider-Man 2, it was a mix of how I felt after both those movies where I was just I was so excited that they'd done my favourite character just such justice. Um, Jack, what are your spoiler-free thoughts? Uh, oh, Jesus Christ, what a movie. Mm. <laughs> um, I just... I, my only, oh, oh, I don't even know where to begin. My only critique <laughs> of this movie, and it's not don't, even to do with the actual movie, it's to do with <laughs> the right, marketing. Yeah. I okay. knew too much going in. I am... Um, are you, are you, would you have preferred not to know the villains were coming back? I was so <laughs> certain of so many things and most of them came true. Mm. Um, which is my only issue. And like, I was still obviously fucking elated that these things happened, but I just can't imagine not having a fucking clue. I can't imagine my what my reaction would have been. I would have, I would have fucking ran out. Yeah, if we didn't, if we'd had no inkling at any of the yeah. things, 
it would have been like it was just, all, you know in the cinema you've, you've got to tease the villains i think because how yeah, do you the, market this film alone on his identities out because that is sort of like the first 40 minutes and then it moves on to all the you know yeah, multiverse stuff to be honest I, they could have put any advert out and i'd have watched it yeah, so, I know, but I, you know, with this movie, I think they want to secure that, like, you know, one of the biggest movies of all time. And it's how just, you do that, you, you tease the shit out of all these returning characters. I just think from now on, I'm going to try and just watch the first trailer that they release for these, for these like huge movies and then just not bother because I just think, like I, I get so bogged down in like, oh god, I wonder what's going to happen, and then I like yeah. see things on Twitter, yeah, and Instagram, I was, and Facebook. I was pretty good with this one at not watching too many of the trailers. I watched the first one. And I, might I watched seen, every single. I might have seen one more, but I think I was kind of like, yeah, I don't want. I want to see as little as I can. So when I go in, ah, uh, yeah, it paid off. I was, um, I, I knew. I want to say like seventy-five percent of the things that happened in this film, I was already like aware of. But it didn't uh, lessen the impact, or like as, as soon as I was in there and I sat down, I I just forgot and I just let myself be, you know, taken on this adventure. So it that didn't really bother me. And I know like it's only just come out in America today, and spoilers have been all over the internet for days already. So Tick, TikTok, Sorry, is TikTok, rife. YouTube, Twitter, there's, there's yeah. fucking clips, like Swarming. whole clips. Yeah, um, I, I mean, um, I've been watching them. <laughs> It's and like, I that. literally opened it the other day and it literally came up like the first video on my thing just said, No way home, spoiler. And then I won't spoil it now. But it's literally bang right in my face. It was like, Brilliant. There was no like, <laughs> there was no like five seconds leading into the spoiler. It was just bang, here it is. And I was like, Well, if I hadn't seen it, I would have found that person and I would have beat them. To oh death. my God. I, yeah. I, I, know, I, I can't can, imagine what like, I would have I done. I can't imagine <laughs> seeing spoilers for it. Like, well, yeah, well right. So, Speaking of spoilers, let's just, we'll dive in. I think, you know, everyone's going to go see this movie anyway, but if anyone was wondering whether we recommend this film, I think it's clear yes. um, we 100% do. Go and see Spider-Man No Way Home and then, uh, you know, come back and talk spoilers with us. Um, so the film picks up right where Far From Home left off. Mysterio has revealed Peter's identity to the world. He's been framed for his murder and the... Um, the murder of all those civilians in London when that incident happened. Um, so he's, you know, he eventually, he does win the, you know, the uh, his court case with the help of Matt Murdock, which, you know, Daredevil's in this movie and that's not the biggest thing. It, I I, the I second so time I went to watch it, I forgot. And he appeared so again. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, so fleeting. Uh, yeah, I was almost like, I was almost like when it came up, I was like, "Oh yes, ne now what? Like, <laughs> what's the next thing that's gonna happen?" <laughs> yeah. Shit, yeah. I I literally saw that kid and I was like, Ugh. "Yeah, oh, like yeah. I, was, I knew it was gonna be the, great." Because of the happens. Hawkeye TV show as well, like like you know, Kingpin's mm, been so like, rumored and teased. Yeah. I was just like, "They're not gonna do one without the other. They're a package deal." Yeah, hundred percent. They're both so perfect in those yeah. roles, and it's like it's like Charlie Cox hadn't had a day off. From doing Daredevil the way he was in this, yeah. it's great. Um, but but the, then he warns Peter, he's like, you know, there's still the um, there's still the people's opinion, and you know, you're gonna have to win them over. And we see that Mysterio still got his, you know, his believers and his followers. And this is really starting to affect Peter's, 
Peter's life, you know, he's in his senior year at high school. He wants to get into college. He wants to go to MIT with Ned and MJ. But because of him being Spider-Man and their involvement with him, they're all being denied entry. Um, so he goes to Doctor Strange. He's like, please, can you help me fix this? And this, in this film, this is my favourite interpretation of Doctor Strange that we've had in any MCU film. So I've, because it's Mephisto, you know, brother. Nah, no, it's not. That, it's, that not it's not him. Out to the window. It's completely him. And I, I, I hope that that's the him. new thing now with Marvel that every film someone's like, it's Mephisto. And then we, that's been we the thing for the past year, has it? Ever get Mephisto in the MCU? I hope it never happens. <laughs> because it would yeah, be I so hope funny. I hope it's the Al Pacino of this podcast. Mm. <laughs> Mephisto. Never gonna happen Mephisto's, Mephisto's, my new, Mephisto's my new gambit. It's never happening. <laughs> Um, so I, I love how it's obvious how much Doctor Strange cares about Peter um, now after their experience in Infinity War and Endgame and um, it comes back later at the end as well and it got really really choked up and I know it got Jack as well when it, you know we see he considers you know Peter's not just this kid he's, he's, he's his friend and he, he cares about him and I thought that was great and so this spell goes awry these villains start coming through. And the first one we get is that battle with Doc Ock, which has been, you know, that's been in both the trailers. But there was so much more to this fight than I expected. And it was great. And Doc Ock looks fantastic. You know, the arms aren't practical anymore. They're all CG, but, you know, they look great. And um, what did we think of the way Peter sort of quickly takes care of Doc Ock? I, the nanotech went differently than how I expected. It it pairs with I, yeah, I can't like any that. controls. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was great. Like obviously you don't want to push it out too long because he's got so many other things to deal with. So I kind of like the yeah. Kind of like, and it's also like the because the tech in the MCU is so much more advanced yeah, yeah. than you know than it was in the Raimi trilogy. Um, that it, it's funny to see them come to this reality and like oh we're really you know. We're on a different different level here. Um, we get the the tease of Green Goblin coming in, and then we're transported back to the uh, sanctum. I wish we got more Willem in the old costume. Yeah, I thought maybe that just when he maybe just it. Oh yeah, because I was like that suit looks so cool in this new context, and you know they've tweaked it a little yeah. bit. I wanted to see more of that. I feel like but I guess you know for the story you have to you have to shed that. And wait for his climb. Wait for his conflict with Peter later. Yeah, it, it, feels, it feels so much, much more personal <clears throat> when he's not. When he, yeah, it. when he's yeah, when yeah. he's actually fighting. Because later, so you know, good at this film, Willem Dafoe. Like, how is he even better in this than he was in the two thousand? And, and I, what I read about him as well when he was like, he's like what sixty something. Sixty. Yeah, he's gotta be. And he yeah. was like, yeah, I'll do it if I can do all my. my yeah, I'm only doing it if you let me do the action. What a he's, what a man. Yeah, I saw like and, an interview with Tom Holland or whatever, and he was talking about like the fight scenes they had to do together. And he said, obviously, because he's like an old man, he's like, he's like going for it, but he's like trying not to hit him. But then apparently, mm. like Willem Dafoe just instantly fucking cracked him in the rib, <laughs> absolutely twatted him. <laughs> absolute legend, method. Love it. Um, so we we learn when we're in the sanctum that um these. Oh, well, first, you know, Doctor Strange sends Peter out on this mission to find these multiversal trespassers. Um, so when his first mission, with the help of Ned and MJ, he gets um, Electro and Sandman. thought this was a great scene. Um, 
I like how um I know Jack, me and you like Electro was one of our most anticipated parts of this film because we wanted to see how they were going to change him. Um so you see his sort of reappearance from Amazing Spider-Man 2. And then because the energy is different in this universe, it, you know, affects his power and he can, it's, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't look the same anymore, basically. And um, Sandman helps Peter out. What did we think about Sandman and the way they used him? Because Sandman and Lizard aren't sort of, you know, yeah. they're not on the same level again, as again, the other three villains in this film. I think maybe they could they're have used differently. I did like how at the start he did help Peter. I'd have been a bit annoyed if like, I know because we were all wondering, we were like, well, left off. They were fine at the end of three, so why yeah. is he fighting him? Yeah, but yeah then, it, was, yeah, it made I, sense. I think it's with Sandman's. I don't, I think in a film where you have all these other villains, he's never going to be like the main focus. Mm. No, I, th- I think they used but him I, well, and I thought, like, yeah, you know, they, they used him for than, comedy, and yeah, then they used him for you need a big guy in the fight scene. Yeah. Although, yeah. although I want, I don't. Thinking about it, I'm not quite sure of what his motivations were near the end of the film. He just wanted to get home. He wanted the box just to yeah. leave. I think Electra as well had gotten in his head a bit, and he and like they had that conversation, you know, about do they trust Peter? And I think it kind of well, yeah. I think as soon as Peter zaps Electra back to the sanctum, yes, that Sandman's like, like that. whoa, whoa, what, what the fuck? Like he's Him like, no, I don't, do I don't really trust what what is happening here. Yeah, my favorite conversation though. Well, one of my favorite conversations. That whole bit about. Fallen in the vat of eels. I was like, that's so, that is such a ridiculous thing to happen. Oh, I fell into some sand. Super collider, and then some eels. It's like, wow, that is ridiculous. ridiculous. Jamie funny, Fox the... came out with some of the best lines in this movie. Oh, yeah, he was, he was oh, great. He was the, bit, the bit when he is like revealed and he's like, We're just gonna stand here and pretend we're not butt ass naked. <laughs> No, and Sandman's reaction was, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and when, he, and like, when he... he talks to Andrew Garfield later on, he's like, oh, I thought you'd be black, man. I thought you'd be black. Yeah, oh, I love that. The, maybe like, there's, there's going to be, there. be a black one, a black Spider-Man out there. Yeah. I was like, yeah. yes, yes, there is, mate. And he's a fucking monster. Um, so when we, we get back to the Sanctum, all the villains have been captured. Oh, well, not you know, we, we get Norman at the feast, homeless shelter. Um, the goblin's not in control. Um, so everyone gets back there and then we find out, you know, these villains have been plucked out of their universes moments before their death, usually when they find out that Peter is Spider-Man. Um, so if, you know, we're going to reverse this spell with this magic, magic box, slam this button, they're all going to be sent back and they will die. That's their fate, as Doctor Strange says. But because of his Aunt May and, you know, her beliefs and what she's passed down to him, it's, you know, he's like, I can't just send these people. I knowingly send these people back to their death. Because obviously, Pete, after Infinity War, after Endgame, Peter knows what it's like to just be, you know, removed from existence. And he doesn't want to put that on anyone else. He's like, no, this is, we have a chance here. We can change these people, change their fate. And it's oh, the mirror dimension fight scene. We'll talk about that for a second. Wow. Yeah, that, that was, was great. That so, was incredible. That was so like so much more than we saw in the trailer as well. I love the humor that they bring into these fights as well. Like when fucking when 
Doctor Strange just has him falling through those two portals, like constantly, yeah. just keeps falling down them. <laughs> Stuff like that. I'm like, that's exactly what you would do if you could do that. I, want, I, I wish they'd explained, though, how he was still moving his arm when he was like, out of his body. It's just, it's just that's a spidey sense. sense. Yeah, that's just a yeah. spidey sense, dude. Okay. Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah, that was cool. That, as well. that looked a bit ridiculous. <laughs> like, I thought it was, funny. it was funny. Fucking Benedict Cumberbatch just fucking like, like jumping left, right, and center trying to get. It. <laughs> um, and you know, Spider Man actually wins this fight. He beats Stocks this strange. He leaves him stuck in the mirror dimension. And then he's like, you know, nice. right? We've got the we've got the tech here, and we've got a chance to change, change your fates and reverse these accidents that happen to you and stop you from being villains and putting you down this path that is ultimately going to lead to your death. Um, so we, we go to Happy's apartment where Peter and MJ, uh, Peter and Aunt May are staying. And they've got the, um, what, what was it called? Tony Stark's machine, the fabricator. The fabricator. So they can, yeah, they can make anything. So they, you know, they f- give Doc Ock a new chip, puts him in control. They, the, machine for electro chest or it dissipates all the that electricity scene, that scene was so good so when tense so we'll just senses that, oh. we'll skip to it yeah so the, i think the best representation of like spider sense we've ever had in a movie because this like it was as if you know all the sound went and he's not sure what the problem is but he knows there's someone else like yeah and like you know the ticking the ticking of the in this room as well yeah oh Fantastic. And then he, you know, he takes a deep breath, realizes Norman ain't Norman anymore. The goblin's in control. And this was uh, such a good turn from Willem Dafoe. He's still got it. He's, he's still, he's like, like, Norman, what? Norman's on sabbatical, honey. Oh, yeah. He, <laughs> that performance is so like it it's so jarring, but like also fits so well. That's why that's why it works, isn't it's it? So it's such a, it's he's, such a shift. He's so good. Yeah, um, they did the same thing already. that they did in the original Spider-Man as well, where Norman's got like Norman's got fake teeth in, and then the Goblin's teeth—they just they have Willem Dafoe's, um, you know, I guess not less. Um, I don't, I don't know how to talk about Willem Dafoe's teeth, but they change his teeth whenever he's the Goblin, whenever he's Norman, uh, like they did in the old movie. And then I think this leads to, I think maybe the best fight in the whole movie. Man, he hits him with the cleanest spine buster I've ever seen. Holy shit. When he Three, cut him four through, floors? Yeah, when he hit him with that spine buster, the wrestling fan in me was like, oh my days. <laughs> this get is him, all I've ever wanted. Get him to WrestleMania <laughs> now. Um, the bit in that this fight is, that this I is loved. brutal. Yeah, yeah. The, bit, the bit that when um, he like falls out the window and then Lizard grabs him by the head. Yeah, and then, like chucks him through the wall, and then Goblin throws him through the floor again. I'm like, like yeah. Jesus Christ, there's no game. My favorite part of I'd the fight is when Peter, you know, Peter jumps on him, and he's just wailing on him, and he's not, he's not letting up. He's just beating the crap out of him. But Goblin's not, you know, he's, he's getting hit, but he's just laughing. And he, it reminded me of the Joker in Dark Knight. Yeah, where it's like, you know, no matter how much you hit me with nothing, it's not doing anything. Um, and then this leads down into the lobby. Um, Goblin gets away after hitting Aunt May with the glider um, and throwing a pumpkin bomb, which Peter deflects. Um, and then this is where we we finally, in the MCU, get our With Great Power Comes Great Responsibility scene. And I thought this was so well-earned. 
uh, in this movie because that's really the theme and what Peter's going through is learning that lesson. And, um, you, you know, we think Aunt May's fine. We're going to get out of here. And it starts, it starts hitting her. And, you know, she's like, I, I just need to take a breath. And when she says that, we all know what's about to happen, oh, don't man. we? And this scene oh, was, this scene was heartbreaking. I think the longer it went on, they did, they, it was such a good choice to let this run as long as it did. And what I realized after this was like, you know, I've always complained about this Peter not having an Uncle Ben because of how much Uncle Ben means to his overall story and origin. But they've just, you know, they've just made May his Uncle Ben. And it, it meant so much more than it did in the old movies because we've spent three, well, you know, more than three movies with Peter and May now. So we get that relationship. So when she's taken from him, it's just, it's heartbreaking. It's one of those really. moments as well. As soon as she said, you know, the line. The, yeah. The, I knew she was dead. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. it's a kiss of death in it. <laughs> no, there's nothing ever good has come after someone And then I was that. like, and then I was like, oh, maybe she'll be okay. And then she wasn't. And I was just like, boom. This I, is where I, the, I was go like, on, oh, Jack. I, I loved the fact, like, this is like this is the scene where like Spider-Man. This is like Peter going from being a boy to becoming a man. This is this is yeah, and this is his origin loved, movie basically. I loved that that scene as well. Like you can see, up until she has to like lie down, his like mm. naivety. He's like yeah, like like she's uh, she's been here, she's fine, she's all good. Well, yeah, because you know Peter can walk it off, so he's he, yeah. And he's like, come on, yeah, like you know, we're gonna sort be of fine. forgets for a second, and then. When like he sees, I don't know, like you don't see the wound, do you? But you see her hands like covered in blood or whatever. Yeah. When he notices that, and he knows that she's on the ground, and it like clicks in his head, and he's like, I don't know. He's almost like accept, like there's like a brief moment of like him accepting what's about to happen, but then him still like. It's it reminded me of the scene with, um, Amazing Spider-Man Two, where you know he sort of there is that denial of this isn't happening, this is this is not happening right now. And he's like, just, just look at me. Just look at me. We're going to get through this. It's going to be fine. And then it's the, you know, he's just saying, I'm so sorry because this is, this is all his fault. And that's, that's <clears> the <throat> Uncle Ben moment. I've, you know, I've put you in danger. And because of, because of my choices, you're, you're now gone. I, it, it was so, so powerful. And I think this is a good time to mention that Michael Giacchino's score in this film is... Overpowering! It's yeah. oh my god! And, well, there's a moment later in the film where I think the score is just it. It brought me to tears as it did in this scene. But yeah, really good stuff. And I I've been waiting for that his his Spider-Man theme to really hit in one of these movies. And at the end of this movie, wow, it it hits big time. Um, I'd listen. I'd listen to it in a club. <laughs> Cry, cry, light us out. Crying yeah, on the I would, I'd, be, like... I'd be an absolute, I'd be an absolute bit, <laughs> absolute bit. And um, this is where the movie really switches. Yeah. Um, tonally, I think now we're on a, you know, now we're on a war path with Peter, and he's, I, you know, he's like, I tried to help you. I wanted to, I wanted to send you home to live better lives, and but oh. now I don't care. This isn't my yeah, problem we anymore. We didn't mention, um, fucking. My man, Happy. Harold Happy Hogan, rocking up oh, and seeing May die. He turns up, it 
Our brakes will be more. Yeah, I literally was like, and "Oh my god!" That he man tells Peter to run. He can't catch oh, a yeah. break, that man. No. Oh that, yeah, yeah, when Peter, like, I was fucking devastated when he's like holding his fucking aunt's corpse, yeah. and mm. then that that one like, cop shoots him in the shoulder, and he has to like run away. And I literally was like, "Jesus, man!" That's you know what? Uh, you know what I'm gonna say for this, right? J. Jonah Jameson in this film is a piece of shit. In the Raimi ones, he had some redeeming features, right? But in this, he is just the He's an worst. Asshole. Yeah. Completely agree. Um, this this leads us on to, I, you know, the biggest scene in the movie. Um, so Ned and MJ are watching the news. They figure out, you know, something's gone wrong with these guys. MJ is tempted to push the button, send them all back. But Ned's like, trust Peter. Trust the process. He's got this. Um, and he's like, I just wish I could see him. And then we we get the indication that Ned might be able to do some do some Doctor Strange magic. Yeah, he might, Ned, he might Ned in that. this movie was so bizarre. Like, I don't know what his <laughs> what deal is. Was. What's yeah. he going through? <laughs> why is he doing? Why is he able to do that? <laughs> Anyone know, fucking slings? Does this like never come up? Why is he never be like? Oh, by the way. He well, says, he's never had a sling ring. Sanctum, oh, my, yeah, also, my fingers tingle yeah. or whatever. Yeah, but if That's my, funny. Mate, if my funny. mate's a superhero, the first thing I'm telling him is, oh, some weird shit happens to me sometimes too. Oh, I, no, I, I think this is the first time he's ever oh, I don't produced know. a portal. Oh, we think he's magic. I'd have brought that up to my friend before. <laughs> You're defo magic, man. Um, so, and he's like, you know, I just want to see him. I wish we could just see Peter. And it opens a portal, and this was... I can finally rest at ease because this portal opened. We see a Spider-Man shaped figure and it turns around and it's it's not it's not our MCU Peter. Those are the big, big white, beautiful eyes of Andrew Garfield's amazing Spider-Man. And he runs through the portal, takes that mask off, and the crowd goes wild. Yeah, that the was cinema did gasp when I we yeah. thankfully got to, we watched it in a, you know, we had a private show in, so we didn't have any screaming and hollering. Oh, no, well, I, so didn't, I didn't like, mind because it was kind of the same as when Cat picks up the hammer in Endgame. You know, it's they give you a beat, don't they, to uh, applaud. And it yeah. wasn't like everyone, people were like, woo! People were just like, oh, yes, like whispering loudly. It was, it's a really, it was quite a nice moment to be in the cinema for, I think. When I watched it last night with a crowd, that was... Everyone went crazy. I was like, yeah, this is, oh, this means so much. This I'll is be honest, mad. it got to a point in the film where we were getting into it, and I was like, maybe they're not in it. I was like, maybe they're not going to be in it. I never had a doubt. Because yeah. I was trying to think of a point where they could come in, and I was like, maybe they're not. <laughs> and then they're not done it now. When are they going to do and it? And then that yeah. happened, and I was like, here we go. Uh, yeah, so Andrew Garfield comes through, and he's, Oh, it, I, 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 I couldn't even process it at the time. I, I forgot where I was. This, I, it finally happened. And then um, he's got some great moments in this scene where MJ's he's, asking him he's, to prove. He's great he's in this whole. He's great he's in great. this whole movie. Yeah, he yeah, is. He's like, fantastic. I'm not like like I don't hate his movies. I just, in comparison to the others, I just don't think they're great. But he he in this movie is so fucking good. The way they've made him like yeah. super depressed. <laughs> well, yeah, and they also they like they kind of make a joke out of him, which I and he you know he plays into it, which you know his he just doesn't think he's as cool as these other other Peters because he you know he's not been to space, he's not for aliens. 
and I think that was really good. And, and his girlfriend's definitely dead. the most, and his girlfriend's <laughs> yeah. dead. And he's that definitely the most bit, emotional out of the three. Whole bit with him and Tobey Maguire, where he's like, "You are, you're amazing. You're amazing. <laughs> I love that bit." Yeah, that yeah. bit. That, yeah, when he's like, when he's like, "Thanks, no, I really needed to hear that." <laughs> so <laughs> he's we um, like self confirmation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we get some great moments with him, but uh, Ned's Lola gets him to <laughs> get the cobweb down from the corner uh, of the ceiling when he's hanging so off, and, and then MJ is like, yeah. "That's not enough," and he's like, "This, he's like, this is, is plenty." plenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, when he's he crawls, when he really he's like moments. knocking that web is so funny. It's so like demeaning. Yeah. Um. So he's like, you know, we got to keep trying till we get the right, Peter. Um, they open another portal, and out steps. I'll say this, not as not as natural an entrance as Andrew Garfield's was, but Toby Maguire does come into the room through a portal. It's very. It's like it's he very, was stuck there just waiting. To it's come very Toby Maguire Spider Man, though. I think just means. Yeah, it was like, awkward. It's, it's not oh, like we like awkward. found him. It's like he was waiting. <laughs> Um, so he comes through, um, you know, oh, uh, that bit. Peter Parker. Crowd goes that wild bit. again. I was gone. Yeah, like, I, was, I was already tearing up, but he walked in and I was just... Andrew, Andrew Garfield, I was like, oh, yeah, like, because he's been doing press for Tick, Tick, Boom, and, like, he's been talked to about it so much. I was like, oh, yeah, like, he's in it, cool. Like, yeah, we pretty much knew he was going to be in it. And, they and were I, never going to have one without the other, though. Let's be honest. I know, they but were like never when, when they opened it the and he walked through, I was, I was literally like, "That is Spider Man. That man I was beside is my myself. Spider Man." I was like, when it, when I was younger, Spider Man was my favorite hero. I remember going to watch that first movie. Mm. I never, I don't think I've ever been well, as a child. I probably never been so buzzed for anything in my entire fucking life. And the second you see him in this movie, it made me feel it, it made me feel like everything I was like back. 10 years old. It was, yeah. it was immense. It was so yeah. good. Um, we, the next few scenes are great because it's the three Peters. So they meet him on the rooftop of his school where he's gone to just be with himself and be with his thoughts and uh, mourn over May. And then Peter and Peter, so, you know, we've been through this. And we don't want you to go... Well, Andrew specifically says, I don't want you to go down a path that I've gone down because it's, you know, it's corrosive and it's vengeful. And he says, he's, you know, he stopped pulling his punches um, and he was filled with rage, which if you'd have asked me, like, which Peter would have been the one to go, you know, darker, it didn't seem like Andrew Garfield in this movie because he was very light, he was very playful. And then... Yeah. But you know, clearly he's going through some shit. Um, yeah, I, I, I was interested to see like where, like I know it's obviously after Amazing Spider-Man two, but yeah. like how far down the line is it? Because he's obviously still like fucking broken about Gwen. I think, I think the Peters coming out into this universe. I think that's in real time. So I think it has been fifteen years since Spider-Man three, and I think it has been like seven years since Amazing Spider-Man two. Wow. Was that only seven years ago? Wow. 2014, yeah. Move Jesus on. Christ. Because <laughs> um, like, all the villains have been sort of de-aged, especially, well, you know, Alfred and Willem got de-aged, mm-hmm. so they were ripped from mm-hmm. when their well, the fall, when their movies came out. Um, but I think, yeah, it's been real time for the Spider-Mans, which I, I like that, and I like how we got some context to catch us up on where they are in their universes. Like, you know, 
Peter Peter worked it out with MJ. They seem happy. But Andrew's still just Spider-Man sad. on his own. Sad and alone. Sad. Sad, sad and alone. That boy. So sad. That man is so sad. <laughs> man. Um, and so that you know, we gotta we gotta cure that ass. We gotta find these villains, do the right thing, and send them back to their universes. And so we get another a great scene between the three of them, where they're in the school making up these um these cures, these anti-serums for all the villains. And then I I forgot the second time when I watched this how like as soon as the Spider-Men are in this movie, they're in it, they're in it. Like we don't really get moments without them now. And it's great that we got such a substantial amount of time with them. Cause I think there was some worry at one point that was like, are these, are they going to show up for one scene and be done? It was great that we actually, you know, we got some real, real screen time with them. And so I think the highlight between the three of them is when they're on the Statue of Liberty and they're sort of like comparing powers uh, and villains and yeah. obviously, yeah. you know, they had to ask the question of how the fuck does Toby Maguire's web shooter work? So I, yeah, yeah that was very much it like... It is outrageous. <laughs> I think that when they were writing these scenes, they were like, what do the, what do the fans want to hear? What do they want these characters to discuss? Um, so we I, get some allusions to Venom and Rhino from the other movies. That there was a rumor for a long time like, that Rhino was going to be in this movie, but how silly would that have been? It would have been stupid. It would have been stupid. Um, so our Spider-Man leap into action to try and stop these villains, cure these villains, tip cures all around the Statue of Liberty. Oh, before this, I've got to say, I, a great... Spider-Man moment when he phones in through the Daily Bugle and oh yeah, you know, he's, he's letting the people know what's going on. I've made this mistake. These bad guys have come here and I'm going to stop it. And, you know, he goes, the world, if you're watching, um, wish me luck. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man could really use some right now. And I was like, oh, that's, that's so Spider-Man. That's so great. Um, so, you know, they leap into action and, the villains are the villains are getting the better of them. They're uh, they're not coordinated. They're all hitting each other with their webs, tripping each other up. The, uh, that, so that that sparks my favourite Tobey Maguire moment. Which when bit? they're talking, when they're talking about um, when he's like, I've kind of had some uh, oh, time working with God. a team. I, you, I work with the Avengers, and instantly he's like, Oh my God, <laughs> the Avengers! Great. That's amazing. Who are they? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't the know. Avengers, like, that's great. What is that? <laughs> Yeah, so, so he's so immediately happy for him, but he has no idea why. I think my favourite Tobey Maguire um, moment comes a second later when he tries to explain what the Avengers are, and Toby just screams, "How is this helping?" <laughs> it's, yeah, and then <laughs> it's amidst all that fucking shit show as well. And then Andrew's like, "Is that a band? You in a band? You in a band?" <laughs> yeah, great. Um, but that, yeah, those like. Some of the like, even the, the film up until now has been fucking amazing. And yeah. even when they when they all finally like meet, it's just even better. Yeah. Like, every yeah. every and interaction between all the spider in the back in like the lab scene when they're making the cures. I don't know if you saw it, it made me laugh both times when they're like talking, and then uh, Ned comes over to speak to Tom Holland, <laughs> and then Andrew Garfield walks away and he like He's he's like walking away, but he like bumps into Tobey Maguire. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, 
and absolutely fucking killed me. They're, I both, I love, they're all so uncomfortable. I love Ned in that scene as well, where he's like, and I promise I won't turn into a supervillain and try and kill you. And like, oh, and they're just like... Andrew, Gar- Andrew Garfield. <laughs> Andrew Garfield taps <laughs> him on the job, back. Buddy. He gives him like a nod. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the bit when he's, this... when he's like... Um, He's oh, like cool. Peter, and they all sit. They're like, "Hello." He's like, "No, uh, Peter, Peter Parker." And he's like, "No, we're, all, we're, all, we're all Peter all Parker." The um, so this the moment where the you know they say we're gonna go after one target. We'll knock them off the board one at a time. And they all they all mask up and they all run and jump off the statue. And this was the tears started coming again at this moment because I was like, "This is all I've ever wanted." <laughs> this this is like I can't believe. What I'm seeing on screen, three Spider-Men all in unison going off to fight the bad guys. I was like, I, I couldn't believe what we were seeing. Um, so they start they start taking them off the board one by one. They fix Sandman, they fix Electro with the help of Doc Ock and uh change the lizard back to Dr. Connors. Um, although I imagine when he gets back to his universe, he'll it'll just turn himself into a lizard again. Um I, I, I can't imagine he was happy with that outcome. That for me was the only moment I like that was a bit jarring to watch because he just turns back. And that's why I messaged you because I was like, I was watching it. I was like, recently Evans isn't there. <laughs> I was like, no, oh, so yeah. for Lizard and Sandman, they I, they did the voiceover, but I guess they yeah. did it remotely. Like, I get why he's COVID. not there because, you know, it's like COVID and yeah. it's just cheaper. He's only in like, 30 seconds. But also, they just watched, reused footage from Spider-Man yeah, yeah. 3 for that's Sandman. Bit, I, Amazing I Spider-Man for Lizard. Uh, and I was like, oh, it's a bit weird. He's not saying anything. <laughs> He's just kind of there. Yeah, it, it, yeah. neither was Sandman. And it was just yeah. I was like, nah. I, they they did the best they could. Yeah. Yeah. Little tiny thing. Yeah, that is fine. They did the best they could. Um, um, and I'm glad we got them. Well, and then, you know, instead of not having them, if the actors weren't available, I think they did the best job. Yeah. In, in this scene as well, we got the most the most swag line from uh, Jamie Foxx when he appears. How you like that new new? How you like that new new? I literally was like, I, I loved him in this movie. I loved it. He's so good in this. And like, he's yeah, great. Like, that that and, if, you know if when that Spy- electro if that electro was what we got in Amazing Spider Man two, I'd have been like, yeah, this is fucking sick, man. <laughs> but it's not. I like when Andrew's trying to calm. I'm just going to refer to the Spider Man with the actors' names. Um, and Andrew's trying to calm him down, and he's like, you know, I just want to help you, man. So I've only ever wanted to help you. He's like, you ain't even the shit no more, man. <laughs> like, look at what we've got in this universe. And like, my God, I, I like that. I like how that was Electro's motivations to stay. You know, he's like, this this power in this universe is like something like we've never seen, and what they've got, and you know, the potential, the possibilities are limitless. So that's why he wants to stay. I I, I like that as his motivation. Um. I like how, yeah, they were all different motivations as well, which I thought was cool. They weren't all just like, no, I don't want to go back and die. I think it was, yeah, like if, if, got, if, if I was Sandman, if I was Sandman, I'd be really pissed, right? Because obviously they're all there because they, and they're their fate is to die at the hands of Spider Man. Yeah. If I'm him, I'm going, but he let me go. Yeah. <laughs> what does he do to me in the 30 seconds after he lets me go? No, I, th- <laughs> I, I think, well, I, that's why it was good. He wasn't like, his motivation was different. He just wants to get home so he can get back to his daughter and, and yeah. help her. Um, and that's why he was on board with the whole, you know, cure everyone thing. Because he's like, the quicker we do this, the quicker I get to leave. And then at the end, he's like, you're all taking the piss with this box. You all want it for different reasons. This isn't going to end well. Just give me the box and let me 
and let me go back. And I like how that was different to everyone else's. Um, where were we in the in the story uh, now? So cure everyone. Yeah, trying to cure everyone. Oh, so Green Go- yeah, Green Goblin comes back, takes the box, plants a pumpkin bomb, blows open the spell, which leads to what we've seen in the trailers where they, you know, these dimensional rifts open up over New York. And then we find out it's the people that Doctor Strange was afraid of coming through are like mainly all of Peter's villains from across the multiverse. So everyone who's found out that Peter is Spider-Man is going to come here. And like, I I made out Scorpion, Craven, and Rhino in the sky. I think next to Rhino was... Um, uh, I always forget her name. The Black oh, hair? No, I thought it was the Octavius from, you know, the woman version. She's oh, and Liv. Yeah, I think it's her. I don't know if that, that would have been cool. I don't know if that was Craven, though. I think it was great. He had the spear and he had the big puffy, puffy oh, coat. Because he, he looked like he had something on his head. I don't. I don't ever remember him wearing anything. Just a slicked back hairdo. I think it was Craven. I think it was. I'll. I'll that was my first thought, but then again. like I second guess. He also, he also looked very big. He might be buffing Aaron Taylor Johnson up <laughs> for this movie. Um. So then. You know, the spell explodes open, the, sta- the Captain America shield from the Statue of Liberty falls. This is what we've seen in the trailer. MJ gets knocked off. Peter dives to save her, and Goblin swoops in, takes Peter out of the equation. And I think what we all wanted to happen, some of it expected to happen, is Andrew sees this, jumps down, saves MJ. And I think it was, you know, he, he starts crying because he, he's reminded that he couldn't do this for Gwen and what he's lost. But also, like, I think he's so happy that he did it. You know, he sort of, he he made up for his mistake. Not made up, but, you know. And he he saved Peter from going down this dark path of, you know, if he's like, he's just lost his aunt. If he loses his girlfriend as well, this is not going to be good. Uh, So that was a great moment. I like how uh, MJ asked him if he's okay as well. He's like, yeah. 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 This leads to another great fight with Peter and the Goblin on the underside oh. of Cap Shield, which oh wow, just brutal. I what does I know say Tom to Holland. Him? Oh he's like, well, he's like, I I struck the final blow, but you like because of the situation you put her in, is basically what he's saying, like you killed her. And then and like, that sets him into a frenzy. But he said, Peter says something in in like retaliation. But he says like, I kept like like something like about him killing him. Basically, I can't. Oh, because he says too weak to send me home, to send oh, me to yeah, die. Yeah. And he's like, no, I just want to kill you myself. I was like, oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah, that bit when he's just absolutely when he's basically just on his knees and he's fucking leathering, yeah, just wailing on him. him. I literally then, was just like, I was like, oh my god, he's I, gonna fucking do it. I know Tom Holland in a lot of the uh, interviews and on the press tour has been sort of like saying like the, the action's different in this movie and we've never seen Spider-Man in fights like this. And this is what, this is exactly what I was hoping for. Oh yeah. That was just a brawl. It is, like, it just, is like... just two brawlers, Spider-Man and Green Goblin just punching each other up. And he, he did say, cause he's been playing the Spider-Man PS4 game that he snuck in a move from that game. And I think it's when in the apartment fight, 
when they're on the balcony. Yeah, that's right. He goblin up, spins him, and pulls him back towards the ground, stomps him through the floor. Yeah, incredible. Um, So we get some more action like that. He tries to do it on the shield, doesn't he? He like jumps in the air. Oh, like I think he's, well, he jumps him and just like it's pulls him to, over his head. Yeah, and it's like him a down. like wrestling against a Canadian destroyer or something like that. <laughs> I'm being like, fuck me, they're pulling. It's like whoever choreographed this loves wrestling. Yeah, Triple H. <laughs> That's cool. Um, and so he goes to he goes to take the goblin out with his own glider. Poetic, um, but Toby. Gets in the way, stops him, himself. and he's like, you know, he just gives him that look, and he's like, "This isn't what we do. This isn't you. You're letting you, you know, you're letting the revenge get the better of you. Um, but this isn't this isn't what your aunt May would have wanted." Yeah. Uh, so he puts down the glider. Toby it's gets. Like it's, it's like earlier on. in the film when he's on about um, curing them. He's like, "Let's go cure, cure some ass. ass." He's like, "Cure some ass. Cure that ass. We're gonna cure that yeah. ass." Oh, and so then. Good. A moment where my heart just did you think he was gonna sank. die? The, so I, the goblin I thought, 100% thought he was gonna die because I was like, Listen, I, they're not doing anything with him. I'm so, glad they didn't. I'm we, you know, it would have been sad, yeah, but I'm glad they didn't because this I think that would have overshadowed what else happens at the end of this film, and that's not that's not the story we're telling here. This isn't about Toby's Peter, this is about Thomas Peter, and I think that happening would have been. It would have been distracting or it wouldn't have got enough time for itself. So I'm glad that, you know, it just took him out of the way so they could take care of the goblin, which I'm, I'm glad they went that way about it. Because I know there was a rumour a while ago that I heard that Toby was going to die in this movie. Um, but in a different movie where it goes a different way, that might have worked, but not here. Uh, so they cure the goblin, finally. And then... This leads to my favorite part of the entire movie is where, you know, Doctor Strange is like, they're all coming. I can't stop them. And they're all coming here because of you. So Peter's like, well, you know, try the spell again, do the spell again. But before I messed it up, before I got in the way and started changing it, do the original spell where everyone forgets that I am. Uh, well, who I am, you know, not just that he's Spider-Man, but forgets Peter Parker entirely. Um, and th- this is this was so good from Benedict Cumberbatch, where he's like, in everyone, he's, it, well, at first he refuses, which I thought was great. He's like, no, I'm not, I can't do this. And he's like, everyone who knows and loves you, we, and he stumbles over we, which oh, that got me. He's like, we'll we will lose every memory we have of you. And he's like, I know, but do it. And that was. I think, you know, I've always gone on about how Andrew... That was the most Spider-Man thing ever. Yeah, it was. And I've always gone on about how Andrew Garfield's my favourite Spider-Man, but I think this movie, I think Tom Holland might might have taken it because this... like It's choices like this that make Spider-Man Spider-Man. And I think they perfected that moment. And he... We'll talk about Tom Holland for a second. He, he killed it in this movie. He crushed it. He has to go through so much and he nails everything. You know, he's still got that youthfulness to him in the first half of the film. Yeah, like you really um, believe it's like a like a kid going through it, don't you? Like Yeah, and, and then you look at him back in Homecoming now and you're like, oh god, like he was he was a kid in Homecoming, really, and now he's How old he's, is he he's in Spider-Man this? in this movie. The character like or the character, 17, 18. 17, 18, yeah, going into college. So yeah. Um 
Yeah, and then the most well, he says goodbye to Toby and Andrew. Um, the old hug was a great moment, and then he goes to say goodbye to Ned and MJ, and I was like, "This is this is where it, this is where I'm gonna go again." Um, and he's like, "Don't don't worry, like you, you're gonna forget me, but I'm gonna come and find you, and I'm gonna I'm gonna explain everything." And I, I thought in that moment, I was like, "It's not gonna be that easy." <laughs> Imagine trying to explain this to someone. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, we were in love one time. Like, I'm right. a, I'm a superhero. We were in love. Doctor Strange, <laughs> especially this but, you know, version, brainwashed the world. What? Especially this version of MJ, because she'd be like, "That's absolute bullshit." So skeptical. Yeah, exactly. Go with it at all. Um, isn't it? Are we go t- on, Jack? Are we, oh, oh no, I'm, I'll wait till we move on to like that. Scene okay. In a yeah, I'll, I'll finish talking about this. So they, you know, oh, this broke my heart. Uh, you know, she says, "I love you." He goes to say it back, and she's like, "No, say it. Say it when you see me again." And I was like, "Oh my god!" No. Oh, that bit, that bit. I was like, "Oh, just say it oh. now, man. <laughs> say it now. Say, say it, please." Um, that bit. And then that... they get the this this uh, was a phenomenal movie kiss. This was this was great. The music As well, swelling with the, with the with the score behind it. With that the song, score, yeah. <clears throat> that song is so good. I've listened to it all day. <laughs> I listened. So I listened. Good. I. I was listening to him work this morning. <laughs> tried just um, tried to all about the fucking tears. Oh my god! Um, yeah, and he he says goodbye. He you know he nods bye to Strange, and um, then we you know we find out that the spell worked. People have forgotten who Peter Parker is. And then uh, Jack, is this the scene you want to talk about, Jack? Where he goes to he goes to see MJ. Yeah, at, but yeah, at her job. This, yeah, when he like walks in. I don't know. Like, I know, like, she's forgotten everything, but did you guys get the sense of, like, there's, like, a set, like, a semblance of, like, her remembering, kind of, like, that uh, yeah. brief glance yeah, that she I kind think, of... Yeah. yeah. So what, what really got me about this scene is I think me, I don't my girlfriend, my flatmate, I think all three of us had thought that somehow her and Ned had got together. So oh, Ned oh, walked, no. When Ned walked in, I was like, oh, my God, they're going to no. piss <laughs> no, no, no. in. And it's gonna send him into a spiral, but nothing happened. I was like, okay, it's all right. That would so, have been sure. that'd have been horrible for him. What gets that, me about that. this scene is when you know he's got it all, he's got it all written down, he's got it in his head, he's memorized this, and he knows exactly what he's gonna say. But as soon as he sees her, it just all goes. And I think in that moment, he decides, like, maybe this isn't the right thing to do. Maybe I should just start fresh. And it's it's, you know. it's, it's it's like he le- like yeah well it's like um, at the end of Amazing Spider Man where he decides to like let Gwen go yeah and then he can't do it yeah exactly like, this is him like yeah he's like I that's love his, you that's so his much choice, but I yeah. can't it's when he sees yeah. the the cut on her forehead the cut, yeah and he's and it it just reminds him also suddenly of I'm putting you in danger by you being by us being together and again it was all about like things that in this scene it was all about for me from his perspective it was less about what he said and just like look watching his facial expressions oh yeah exactly oh Man, just he watching killed it. him was so heartbreaking in this yeah scene. yeah he's, yeah, he's so good so zendaya in this film as well yeah yeah they're all all three of them i like great. in Obviously, they didn't rush into the Peter and MJ relationship. We didn't get it in Homecoming. We sort of got it in Far From Home towards the end. Um, 
And I was always like, I, I, you know, I get there's like an attraction, but I don't sort of buy these people that the, the Peter and MJ that we know this movie, holy, they're in love. I mean, <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't buy it. I couldn't buy it anymore. Yeah. They're, you know, and obviously they've, they've got incredible chemistry. Those two, it really works. Um, so he decides not to tell her and he, you know, he like wishes a look for college and stuff. And I, you know, this isn't the last we're going to see of MJ and Ned. I, they're going to be in the next movies. I think that's going to be his journey of getting these, starting from fresh with his friends and he'll, he'll get back with her, whether there's a, you know, whether there's a Gwen Stacy thrown in the mix along well, the way. I reckon they probably will find be. out. Yeah. I yeah. I, I reckon so. Um, but then uh, so we're in, we're into the final scene now where, Peter's, he's on his own, moves into his own apartment. And I was like, oh, I was like, this, this is, oh, this I is wonder, it. Peter and his base of operations. You know, they listening to the police radio. They make everyone forget about it. So I yeah. had this conversation with my girlfriend. Do we think that there's like no records of him? It's magic. You've just got to go with it. I think no, know, that's, what, that's what I'm thinking of. Like, though, yeah, I think it is. Like, I think it is a full, got, clean, white. How's he got a Everything's flat? gone. Because they definitely have to have done some sort of background check on him. <laughs> He's probably got some Avengers money. Sure, he got. Some, he yeah, got some... just just go with it, Reese. Just go with uh, it, Reese. I was, it, you know, I was it's, it's magic. Well, I was wondering if he could just turn up to MIT and be oh, like, "Oh, oh yeah, I, I, did I, think I am supposed same. to be here. You must have lost my record." And they're like, "Oh yeah, fair, okay." Right. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that easy to get into MIT? Go, oh, oh yeah, Peter yeah, Parker. Sure. Look, I've got everything here. Yes, it right. Like, oh yeah, okay, cool, yeah. Um. And then we see, oh, this this gave me everything I've wanted um, from a Spider-Man movie. This ending where we see he's, he's made his own suit. He's, you know, all the Stark tech is gone. He's no longer supported by all this tech that I, I you know, I didn't think he ever needed uh, in these movies. Um, but he's gone, he's made his own suit. It's that classic red and blue. It yeah. looks, looks phenomenal. It looks so good. Especially in the way you know the way they shoot it at the end of this movie and the lighting and you know, swinging over the Rockefeller Center, it it was beautiful. Um, you know, and I I love a Spider-Man final swing. That's one of my favorite things in any of these movies. Just that final heroic triumphant swing. But and it, you know it it felt different in this movie. It wasn't like you know like at the end of Spider-Man one and two where it's sort of cel- a celebration of this hero. This was Peter. His, you know, his first step into being Spider-Man, and this, you know, this end shot of him swinging through. I was like, these three movies have been his origin story, and now he's finally the Spider-Man yeah. we we want. If it feels like whatever the next step is, it feels like this was all just one huge prequel. Yeah, like it was, and um, yeah, I really feel like with this movie even though it's it's two movies or three movies and two avengers movies and a and civil a captain War america movie, movie yeah <laughs> um about him being spider-man it mm. almost feels like he's only just becomes like this yeah this is him becoming spider-man and, and i think it retroactively was. makes those other movies better yeah and whatever he was before yeah. that was just him trying to become what he is. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I thought it was fucking the ending. I wept, killed it. Um, and the fact, I, the fact well, that he we, is now oh, like, sorry, the the thing that like where they go with these movies now, 
I don't think we've ever been in the position before, not like I can think of, where it starts off. He is he is alone. Like he, do, he sort of like doesn't have it's anybody. sort of like a, an in-universe reboot of itself, really, isn't it? It's sort of yeah, like yeah, we yeah. can start fresh with Spider-Man now. We're at a different level. He's completed his arc. We're on to something else. I think that's so smart because, like, you know, we're not entirely sure what the relationship between Sony and Marvel is, what it's going to end up being in the future. So I think this is such a good way to, you know, technically keep him in the universe. But if we do a Spider-Man movie, we don't have to have Iron Man, Doctor Strange any other core MCU character mm. appear. So I think that's such a smart way to have gone about this instead of like removing, removing him from the universe entirely, just making everyone else in that universe forget him. I don't think they will ever do that. Like, I feel like he's too integral a character. Well, yeah, to- I, that was, I think that was the whole thing of how they kept him in the universe. It's like, this, this is so successful and we're doing it right. So, yeah, you know, I- why change things? Yeah, obsessed me though that like, like what was it? Amy Pascal came out and was like, "Yeah, we're getting three more Tom Holland movies," but now they're being like quite coy about it. And yeah, well, I, I, my suspicion is we are going to get three more Tom Holland movies, but I think they're going to take a break because we've been getting these every two years with his appearances in other stuff dotted around. Um, so I, I think. Saw some- I think at least like maybe four years, wait four or five years, and then go into this new trilogy where he's he's grown up and he's you know maybe. he's met some saw, more villains along the way and stuff. I saw something the other day. I'm trying to. Apparently, his next MCU appearance has been like confirmed. I saw. Oh like, yeah, I did see that. I didn't read into it though because I just didn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, apparently, apparently it's like confirmed. I so I don't know if that means he's. I imagine it's. Yeah, I mean, he's being super coy about it, so I don't imagine it's it's a Spider-Man movie. I think rightfully so. He wants to go off for a bit and just do other stuff because he's been Spider-Man. Yeah, because he said he didn't interview him since ago. 2016. He didn't interview him long ago, and he was just like, "Yeah, I don't even know if I want to be an actor anymore." Well, yeah, and exactly. Like, and I think I was, just like, I was yeah. like, "Steady on now, Tom." I mean, <laughs> yeah, so a, simmer down now, sir. Take a break by all means, but you know, you got three more movies to do. At least do them. Yeah. yeah, I like he's finally he's finally one hundred percent fucking won me over as Spider Man. Yeah, this was the first film where I looked at him. I was like, that's that's Spider Man. And I was like, so I'm like, don't quit now, <laughs> keep going. Perfect thing for them to do now is to do this this new trilogy. Yeah, and use and use it to like gradually, or like maybe in like the last movie, they can then introduce Miles Morales and have him take over, and then yeah, that's like I, a, that's yeah, the end for Tom yeah. Holland. And if they don't kill him, if for some reason he wants to come back and do like an Avengers movie, then yeah. he's still around. But it's going to be primarily like Miles Morales. I think they will do that. I think, you know, they'll do another trilogy and like introduce Miles in like the second movie or something. And then yeah. have that grow into a mentor-mentee relationship um, and then take over. Yeah. Um, well, I think we'll talk briefly about the two credit scenes. Uh, so the first one is, you know, Venom. Venom did appear in this movie, technically. And he's gone. Thank fuck for that. And he's, I, and he's gone as quick as he came. Yeah, in. I didn't fully understand this because apparently they do explain it in the Venom films, kind of like. Are you on about how he got into the world? Yeah, because I'm like, he doesn't know where he. I, this is how I thought about it. I was like, Eddie Brock doesn't know who Peter Parker is, and he doesn't know he's Spider Man. Yeah. But in my mind, I was like, ah, oh, the symbiote does. Because of Spider-Man 3, I was like, it's the same thing, maybe probably. 
So that's why he's there. But then my fr- I spoke to my friend last night and he told me, or the day before, and he told me that apparently they kind of pretty badly explain it in the second Venom film. At the end of Venom, they sort of say like there is this, you know, it's like a hive mind and they, they're aware of, they've got all this knowledge across the universe is like... Okay, so it's what I, what I... So thought, it's, yeah. uh, that's like, I watched it with Jacob last night and he, that's what he got as well. So I brought this up and he was like, I'm pretty sure like it, it's probably connected through Spider-Man 3 in some way. Yeah. But, you know, it's not important because Venom is gone, gone as soon as he came in. Um, but he did leave behind a little uh, a little piece of himself, which will ultimately leave to the um, the black suit, the symbiote arc for Peter, um, which, you know, that should be fun to explore. And, I, you know, they, they've gone a bit backwards about it by, of you know, Eddie giving Peter the goo, and then is it going to go on to an Eddie in the end? Yeah, you know what? You know what? Who knows? Give, it, give it a flash. Give it to him. I'd watch it. Flash didn't work for me in this movie. I really liked Flash in this movie. It's the first time I've liked, that bit in the coffee shop where they're like, we're not friends. And he's like, okay. I was generally like, bless him. Because in this, <laughs> you know, like, I got my nerves in this. this. He's like, he's a dick in any of these films, but he's not as bad as like the other ones we've had. Well, no, it's like, like he's a bully, but he's, in, he's still a yeah, nerd. He's, but it's more it, this thing yeah. of like, I think he's a bit more, it's from the, in this one, it's more that he's a bit, um, not jealous, but you know, well, he sees an opportunity to get in on this. Yeah, cash in. yeah I think yeah. he feels a bit like he feels like Tom Holland's Spider Man is like better than him. So I think he's a bit thinking about that. So I think well, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. well, like Spider Man in all these movies has been his hero. And then he yeah. finds out his hero is someone that he's always thought he was better than. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, um, yeah. It's a good way to go about it. I just did some of his lines didn't work for me. Um, and then the second post credit scene is. Um, the it's the first trailer for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which looks uh, looks so beyond it's, crazy. It's going to be so wild! I can't wait. And they're in reshoots right now. They were doing that's six why, weeks worth of reshoots, which that's why I'm you know, like feeling like I take it with a pinch of salt. Because I I heard that they're doing these reshoots, like they're doing such extensive reshoots because the film didn't test well. Hmm. So, Which, like, how much you know, of what we've seen can we take away? I, th- I think that's... We didn't see a lot here. I think as there's, as there's so much get, in this movie. As long as we get, which we definitely will, the, like, evil Doctor Strange. From, it looks like... From what if, yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, all Doctor for Strange that. Supreme that's, from that's what all if. I want is that. Which is going to be interesting also, to link that up. Also, Mordo looks fucking sick. Mordo looks great. Yeah, I'm glad looks he's fucking... finally back and we're getting some payoff to, you know, the end of Doctor Strange, which was yeah. like five like... years ago. Oh, my God. I like I like that, like, these... They don't shove... Like, we haven't seen... Um, I can't remember the... Rachel McAdams. We haven't seen her. Yeah. We haven't seen... Um, oh, no, she was uh, in the trailer. No, I, I mean, like... Um, in the oh, MCU, like, since. Since Doctor yeah, yeah, Strange. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. that they don't, like, shove these people into these movies just to get them like, oh, they're still here, but like, I'm surprised we haven't seen Mordo before this. Mm. So if we haven't seen Mordo, uh, I'm so by the time this comes out, up to. Yeah. we won't have seen him for five five years? Six years. Is it? Was it 26? Fuck me. 2016. So yeah. he hasn't been Baron Mordo for six years, which is yeah. mental. Um, yeah, so Sam Raimi's doing this movie. The visuals look insane. Um, I'm really interested in the story now and how, so it's, and how Scarlet Witch fits into it all. Um, 
yeah, that looks really cool. And I, I, I like getting a trailer to post credit scene. I think that's cool. Because I remember the, yeah, was, the first a... Captain America. And they showed mm. the first trailer for the Avengers. I was like, that was that was hype as shit. Because what else are you going to teach right now? No, just give us the give us the fucking trailer. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I kind of like, even though I thought the trailer was cool, I don't, I'm not like a big fan of them dropping a trailer at the post credit scene. Because like, I don't know. I just... What else do you do? That Spider-Man, we can't really tease much more for Spider-Man right now because we don't know what the future of Spider-Man is. I suppose, yeah, I don't know. I think think we're ready. It's time for a Doctor Strange trailer. Yeah, and what's the next next film out? Is it Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange. Strange, Yeah, Yeah, so it makes sense. I'm just, I'm excited for Doctor Strange, but after Thor Ragnarok, I cannot wait for Thor 4. Oh that's yeah, gonna that's gonna be that's gonna be, yeah. that's gonna be good. I'm quite um, I'm quite looking forward to Ant Man as well. Oh, just for mm. Kang, yeah. Just for Kang, yeah. But um, as far as this movie goes, this was, I think, everything we could have hoped for and more. This didn't disappoint me in the slightest. I don't think I'd change a thing. Um, yeah. Um, we'll go into ratings. Um, I I suspect yeah. we might have a we <laughs> it might be I'm the gonna... same across the board. I know, I know, uh, I know. Cal hasn't seen it yet and can't see it, but I'm going to give my estimated Calvin star rating. Okay, we'll, we'll get to Calvin's at the end. Yeah, all right. Um, we'll get Calvin. I, you know, we'll do a best of 2021 list. I'm sure. And uh, I mean, you know, we'll definitely get to talk about it again then. Yeah, Calvin did ask us. The, he the, should have seen it by then. The little inside baseball for the listeners. Calvin yeah. did ask us to go into this with a level head. <laughs> we absolutely did we not. definitely did so, not no. <laughs> sorry, and, I, and i refused to i refused sorry to. yeah this is, sorry, this is the sorry, one i'm allowing yeah. myself yeah. full bias yeah. across the board i don't he's, care he's he's not here to tell us a shit <laughs> good good <laughs> which i don't um, think he will think is shit but i guarantee no, you i think he's gonna i think he's gonna like this i think he's gonna have a good time with this um so this is easily a five out of five for me i've i've, I've never experience such a joy during a movie this you know even without all the multiverse stuff for the first half an hour i was like i'm just i'm so happy to be watching a new spider-man movie and that it's good and the story's good and everyone's great in it um this is i think this is easily the best spider-man movie this is my favorite mcu movie this is probably you know this is one of my favorite movies i've ever seen i was i was blown away it gave me everything i I'd ever wanted from a Spider-Man film. Reese, your score. Yeah, five. If I give it more, I would. But we only got <laughs> This is certified sick. Certified uh, sick. What was <laughs> this this Ill, makes every other five. Oh, Ill's, Ill's the bad one. Six the good oh, is it? Oh, okay, fair. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, nah, like I said, the characters are brilliant. The story was great. It like smashed all my expectations. Mm. And if I could watch one movie for the rest of my life, maybe this one, probably. <laughs> oh, rubber. I'm, I might try and watch oh, it rubber. again later tonight. <laughs> um, Jack, your score? Uh, five. Five um, out of five. I, this movie, on paper, has absolutely no right to work as well as it does. There's too many villains. There's too many fucking spider people. Mm. It just it just sounds it sounds like a mess, but it is so it just gels so together. It just gels together so well. There's so many moments in it that like I would I would say I'm not super emotional in a lot of movies. Like 
there are some that make me like tear up or, or cry. But got you. A handful. But I cry mm. about three times in this movie. <laughs> um, I think I cried for the last hour. Yeah, like I love how the end of a Spider-Man trilogy feels like we're literally just just beginning on the edge of something yeah. even more. Like it's, it, I don't know where they're going to go with it, but I'm, I'm absolutely blown away. What I is your no score for? Much. What's your score for Calvin? What do you reckon he would? Uh, I reckon I'm convinced. I reckon he'd give it a four. Cal, yeah, he's giving it a yeah, four. Yeah, yeah like giving it a four, five. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna he's gonna talk about um, being uh, fatigued with the MCU, the, the MCU formula. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he's so. definitely gonna talk about that. I think he's I think he's gonna talk about that. He's gonna talk about. <laughs> Um, I don't know, he's probably going to say nuanced. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's definitely going to say nuanced, or the or the lack of. Yeah, lack of. He's going to say there's a. I don't know what he's going to tell us. There's a lack of, but there's a lack of something. Uh, you know, um, I, I hope one day he listens to this. <laughs> we'll make. You know, it. I'm going to tell him. I'm going to some messages soon after, and I'm like, I me when you've watched that film, this is the part because I fuck it. I fucking summed you up. Mm. Um, no, I think he's going to give it a four. I mean, I hope he likes it. I, um, I think he will. I think he will. But I mean, he's he's much better at staying level-headed and not getting sucked into the hype. Like, well, especially me and you are, James. Hey, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong yeah. with it. Allow think, yourself to be excited. This is exciting. I, I am. I, this makes me it. even more sad about the last five I gave because this is how a five <laughs> is supposed to feel. I didn't feel that yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> Retrospective, retrospectively, I'm giving Ghostbusters uh, a four. A retroactive four. Reese really? nice. has been talked out of his own rating. I have. Yeah. They, they, uh, they showed me. Can't wait. Marvel showed can't me what real five was. <laughs> can't wait to Spider Man right. four, and then you're like, "Nah, this is a five. This is yeah, a five. No way, no way, home is a two. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys, that's it for our review of Spider Man No Way Home. If you're listening to us on YouTube, then please tell us what you thought of the movie down below in the comments, and don't forget to subscribe. If you're listening on any other of our streaming platforms, then head to our Twitter at Keeping It Real UK. Hit that follow button and comment under our post your thoughts on the film. Um, we're not sure when we're going to no be back. Spoilers. It, don't spoil it for anyone else. Don't spoil it on Twitter. Yeah, don't be a dick. Don't do. Yeah. Don't do it. Uh, there's too many out there already. Um, we're not sure when we will, when we'll be back. It might be after the new year, but we'll try and catch up on reviews for Matrix and Kingsman. Maybe it'll be maybe it'll be five years time. Like maybe we five years time. Maybe this will be it. We're gonna take us. Maybe we'll all we'll all be. Maybe we'll all be back. Keeping we'll it all, reals and sabbatical, honey. We'll all we'll all be fatigued of the lack of nuance in all the films we watch. <laughs> <laughs> but rest assured, we will be back again soon with more reviews before you know it. Uh, but until then, I hope you're having a great week. Have a very merry Christmas, and as always, keep it real.